0: magic, and magical people. The unnatural order is all around us. There are white witches, black witches, demons, vamps, werewolves, shapeshifters, ghosts. It's a protoplasmic party of creature features out there. But unless you know where to look, you won't find them. I know where to look. My name is Harry Strange. The world is indeed a comic place, but the joke is on mankind. H.P. Lovecraft said that and he knew a thing or two about cosmic jokes. I often think I'm the butt of spiritual shenanigans, like I have my own personal metaphysical mischief-maker who follows me around with a constant cadence of setup, punchline, setup, punchline. In 1930, an archangel of the Lord granted me near immortality. How can that be bad, right? Well, gentle listener, that was the setup. Since receiving this little gift, multiple punchlines followed, complete with their own rim shot. You want to live forever? No problem. But you're going to lose assistance fighting the unnatural order. Bada-bump. The one time you impregnate a woman, your spawn will cause the apocalypse. Bada-bump. Hope you don't mind, but you may be infected with a serum that will turn you into a jaguar. Bada-bump. And the biggest punchline of them all? I had to kill my wife, cut off her head, stuff garlic down her throat, and burn the rest of her body. Yeah, nothing but laughs for the champion. Knowing what I know now, I'd have opted to die in that den of vampires 115 years ago. Of course, there's no metaphysical undo button, so you're no doubt wondering what I've learned in the last century. Nothing is ever what it seems. The surface is almost always an illusion just when you think you have a solution got the puzzle worked out something pops up like a crazed jack-in-the-box a deus ex machina and kicks you in the nuts just to remind you that you're the punchline this immortality that the archangel gave me turns out it had an expiration date when my angel lost her grace and i'm guessing the evil little cherub was key in that play i lost my immortality in one swoop I lost my guardian angel and my grace. But that doesn't mean I'm out of this life. Oh no. I'm up to my ruggedly squared jaw in unnatural bullshit. Now I'm playing without a net. And I'm freezing my ass off. But more about that in a moment.
1: This is bullshit, Harry. I don't like this plan one bit.
0: Unless you have a rocket stashed somewhere, this is the quickest way to Kolbenzi.
1: How can you trust her after everything she's done to you?
0: I don't. But I trust you to have my back. What about them? Just watch Delena. The penguin and Gabriella are good.
1: And the other bird?
0: I'll handle her. Listen, back there at the interstate, I won't give up my daughter. But I wasn't going to let them torture you either.
1: This isn't the time for this discussion.
0: I just want you to understand that I have your back.
1: Unless it's the baby or me. I understand. If it were my kid, I would be the same way. No foul, Harry. It's all sixes.
2: There she is. Great.
0: The door slid open.
3: Hello, Harry. Happy to see me?
0: Seeing you makes me skippier than a jar of peanut butter, Elizabeth.
3: I wish you meant that. Well, chop-chop, everyone on board. I have a meeting with the CDC in the morning.
0: As we winged our way toward Kolbenzi, Iceland, I brought Elizabeth up to speed. She listened intently. I appreciate you doing this for us, and all the extra cold weather gear. You're going above and beyond here, Elizabeth.
3: I'm not the one who left with my panties all twisted in a knot.
0: Well, you did steal my finger. Don't suppose you brought it with you, did you?
3: (laughs) I must say, your call intrigued me. A midnight jaunt to one of the most remote regions of the world... You do know how to pique a girl's curiosity. What do you think is in the Pythos?
0: Jelly beans, Pop rocks? The key to the universe? Whatever is in there, I hope it takes the pressure off my daughter.
3: But you don't know for certain.
0: Is anything ever certain in my world?
3: Fair enough. Not to add to your burden, but have you given any thought to the serum?
0: I've been a little preoccupied.
3: I'm the only one left. What happened? About a week ago, they went for an unauthorized run on the grounds. A security guard found their four naked bodies. Their hearts had exploded in their chests.
0: And you're sure it was because of the change?
3: They were all young and in the peak of health. What else could it have been? I'm terrified, Harry.
0: I'm sorry about your friends, Elizabeth. But the solution still seems obvious. Don't change, don't die.
3: It's always so easy for you to pass judgment.
0: I'm not judging. Just pointing out the obvious.
3: Right. So, let's see the apple of Daddy's eye.
0: Amanda, let Elizabeth hold the baby. Bitch.
3: Oh my, she is a beauty. She has a full head of hair and her daddy's steely gray eyes. She's going to be a heartbreaker. (laughs) The pilot tells me we are over your destination. Better strap in. Miss Summers, if you don't mind.
0: Amanda took my baby from Elizabeth and went to the back of the helicopter. The island below us was a little patch of ice that was smaller than the island of Manhattan. You could walk across it in a couple of hours. The pilot dropped us off at a landing pad near the southern tip of the island. Amanda's research said there was an abandoned barracks under the helipad. We bunked there for the night and started for the cave at first light.
1: Have I ever mentioned that you know how to show a girl us stupendous time?
0: Everyone goes to the tropics, but how many of your friends can say they've been to the northernmost island of Iceland?
1: Yeah! I am a lucky girl.
0: How are you all doing back there?
1: How much farther?
0: Dunno. The map wasn't a scale.
4: I don't think I can walk much further.
0: You can do it, Sister Maria. When we get there, I want you and Maria out front with my daughter. You guys can light a fire with the supplies Elizabeth provided. Delana and Gabriella will come inside with me.
1: You think that's the best plan? You trust Delena?
0: Nope. Keep your enemies closer and all that though she's been sedate today. I don't think she said honey-poo all morning.
1: Which makes me suspicious. But she came in handy against those shadow monsters.
0: Still don't trust her. Elizabeth will be back at the helipad in 24 hours. If anything happens to me, I want you and my daughter on the helicopter. And I don't care who you have to kill. The penguin, the witch, the angel, they're all fair game. Got it. I mean it. If I come back with any color eyes but my steely gray ones, cat my ass... Cut off my head and stuff my neck full of garlic.
1: Fresh out of garlic.
0: Actually, there's some in your pack. I put it there before we left.
1: Surprisingly efficient of you. Have you given much thought to the current state of affairs? Like, how did we get to this island?
0: You mean other than the helicopter ride?
1: I mean in spite of the helicopter ride. Even the shadows want your daughter, but we made it here in a helicopter? The motorcycle of the sky. Don't you wonder why?
0: Ah, my little gendarme. Now you're asking the correct questions. See these tattoos? They're like a power circle of salt and holy oil. They protect me and those around me. I'm cloaked from all things unnatural. As for your second question, we're on an island surrounded by salt water, difficult for demons to transverse. Only the powerful or the masochistic could do that.
1: Delena made it here.
0: She's a witch, not a demon. I think. But okay, you don't like my theory. Do you have a better one?
1: Yeah, I do. I think something led us here and protected us. We were supposed to arrive safely. It's as if all this is happening for a reason.
0: Divine intervention? I would expect that from the penguin, but not you. We reached the cave about noon. Everyone was happy to rest and eat. I set up a shelter and drew some protection circles around it. Sister Maria was too... unstable to leave outside, so I made the management decision to allow her to come in with us. Amanda wasn't pleased. Inside was a maze of frozen stalactites and stalagmites whose tips would slice your flesh just by brushing up against them. Bottomless chasms surrounded treacherous and twisting paths of ice. The smell reminded me of a summertime garbage strike that left the streets of Night Falls and the rank and festering scent of rotting fish and disposable diapers. Our flashlights bounced off the ice surfaces, creating a crisscrossing pattern of refracted beams. We walked about a mile into the cave, and some of the passages we had to pass through one person at a time.
5: This is an evil place, Harry. We shouldn't be here. Forget it, sister. We haven't come this far just to turn back on the word of some half wit nun. We need spiritual assistance. We need to pray. What the hell is wrong with her?
0: Maria. Maria. Talk to me.
4: A vision. The pythos. It's close. Oh, God, it's in my head. Can you feel it? It's like a million ants crawling in my brain. The tormentor released. Oh, please, Harry, we have to leave. I
5: don't think so.
0: Ratchet it back, Delana. Sister, we can't turn back. We're this close. Ow!
4: The skies are bruised, purple and red. The sun is blacked out from the smoke and the fires. Mankind, it burns at the foot of the gods. Great cities, they slide into the sea. The streets open up in a dead walk, consuming the living. And through it all... She's laughing. It's, it's horrible. Harry, Harry, you have to stop it. <laughs> maybe the plane, maybe the plane should have crashed.
0: What plane?
5: Who cares? Harry, her attic is full of bats. Cut her loose, toss her over the side.
0: I'm not throwing a nun into a bottomless pit. You, on the other hand.
5: Take your hands off me. Look, there.
0: I released Delana and followed Gabriella into a clearing. Delana followed and Sister Maria brought up the rear. Across a 30-foot divide was a stalagmite that rose from the bottomless pit. On top of that, stalagmite stood the Pythos.
5: Is that it? Do you suppose there is another Pythos down here? It's beautiful.
0: A thin beam of blue light cut through the ice formation above to shine down onto the gold surface of the Pythos. Beams of light shot out from its sides, bouncing off the ice walls, stalactites and stalagmites bathing the area in a blue and white light that was painful to watch for any length of
6: time. What's that by those ice boulders?
0: I'll check it out. You guys stay here. It looked like a pile of clothing. Maybe it was something left behind by one of the Icelandic patrols. Just in case, though, it was best to be ready to shoot. Closer inspection revealed that there was a shoe and leg under those rags, which weren't rags at all. It was a parka. I pushed the leg.
7: (sighs) Is that human spirit I smell? I hate that
0: smell. Finny, what the hell are you doing here? You're the one who bugged my office. Get your hands off me, Strange. I didn't bug your office. Right. Why'd you come here? What made you pick this place?
7: Well, you know, because... (gasps) Honeypill! Finny! Delena. Oh, boy. This day is getting better by
4: the minute. Harry, the Pythos is flashing. Oh, my lord. That's it. Harry, don't open it. If you do, everything changes. The world will be torn asunder. Plagues will rise from the ground. Giants will walk the earth. Locusts, bees, and spiders. It's horrible. Monsters will consume the flesh of the innocent. We will all be damned.
0: Sister Maria, are you okay?
4: Oh my God, I'm heartily sorry for having offended thee. I detest all my sins because of thy just punishments, but most of all because they offended thee. Oh my God, who are all good and deserving of all my love, I firmly resolve with the help of thy grace to sin no more and avoid the near occasion of sin.
0: Ugh, what oh is she God, babbling I'm about? It's the Catholic act of contrition. She's trying mind. to make her soul right with and God. God Ugh,
7: just... <sighs> Catholics. Know, they what a bunch of my morons! God, that's a long jump, heartily heartily Harry. Yeah, flag, right? that's at least a, you know, 30-foot jump. And the drop, and, and I mean, boy, that goes on forever. Me. I can't even see the oh bottom of it.
0: Well, hop to it, Strange. We need that Pythos. You want to see the Pythos so bad? Why don't you jump over there? You owe me,
7: Strange. Everything that's happened to me is your fault. This is all your fault. All your fault,
0: Strange. God. I hate you, Strange. You're nothing but trouble. Nothing but trouble. Finney's punch caught me off guard, and I staggered backward toward the edge of the cliff. Finney followed me, swinging wildly. I felt the rush of spider venom from Jory's bite, and I struck back with all my weight. Finney dodged the blow, but I was able to grab him with my other hand and pull him backwards with me. We rolled closer to the edge. Kill
7: me, Strange! Throw me over the edge! I got nothing left, but I tell you this, I'm gonna
0: drag you with me! I'm finished putting up with you.
5: Harry! Help! My fault. I... um... <laughs> I would have fallen off the edge if poor Gabriella didn't break my fall.
0: Finney took this opportunity to punch me square in the face. I dove back and wrapped my hands around Finney's throat.
5: I'll kill you, Strange! You should let Finny go, Harry. Poor little Gabby is slipping. That's not what happened. Delena acted like she slipped, but she didn't. She's evil
4: and must be stopped. What did you say, you sexually sucking twat? I cast you out, unclean spirit. Along with every satanic power of the enemy, every specter from hell, and all your fellow companions. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ.
5: Are you kidding? Do you think you are strong enough to cast me out?
4: Be gone and stay far from this creature of God. For it is he who commands you. He who flung you headlong from the heights of heaven into the depths of hell. It is he who commands you. He who once stilled the sea and the wind and
5: the storm. ipsa ipsumex interiore.
2: Oh, sweet
4: Jesus, it burns. Hearken, therefore, and tremble. My lungs are on fire. Satan, you enemy of the faith,
5: you foe of the human race. How can it be so hot in a cave of ice? You stupid twit. I am a witch, not a demon. Mitte in igman, mitte in igman. Yay! No!
0: Flames shot out of Maria's eyes, ears, and mouth just before her body caught fire. Her skin went from flesh-colored to red to black and cracked. Maria crumpled to the ground as Finny kicked her over the side. The smell of smoldering skin hung in the air like a diseased barbecue.
5: I'm done screwing with you, Strange. Get your ass over there and open the Pythos. I knew you'd lead us here. Now go get my pry. Fugherian, and Pythos. Bugatti and Bugatti and Pythos!
0: I smashed into the Pythos and it rocked back and forth on its base. For a moment I thought it was going to tumble from the stalagmite into the abyss below. I scrambled around to steady it. Well, what do you know? Pigs can fly! Why don't you come over here, Finny? I'll bet I can make you fly.
5: Enough talk. Open it. You think I'm screwing around? I will skin Gabriella alive and cook her flesh while she watches.
8: I love a tasty barbecue. But let's wait until the champagne is popped before we have angel steak. Besides, the mark of cane that the cherub put on her will kill you before you can do any real damage to her. The Morning Star, you're the brains behind this. I should have known. Harry Strange, you're the patsy behind this. I should have known.
6: Don't be too rough on Harry. He's doing what's expected of him. For a change.
7: The morning star and the most innocent of his angels? Even I know this is bad.
5: Morning star, my lord? I don't understand. What's happening here?
0: A cherub and Morning Star? Together? Can't say I'm surprised. I knew you were evil, you pint sized little pus bucket. You're the reason Gabriella's without her grace, aren't you?
6: Gabriella is the reason Gabriella is without her grace. She was disobedient. You, however, are performing as you should. Ooh, what a good little boy!
8: Gabriella, it didn't need to be this way. You could have ruled by my side.
0: Get away from her or I'll.
8: You'll what, Strange? Let me think. How many times have you screwed my plans? How many of my dark angels have you sent to the eternal rest?
7: I haven't killed you yet.
8: It felt as if there were burning coals in my throat. I could make it hotter if you'd like. I could burn a gash through the flesh on your throat. And you couldn't heal from it.
0: Is this all you have, you bloated chunk of explosive diarrhea? Lilith was tougher than you were. Ah! God! It burns! My throat! I dropped to one knee, using the pythos to support myself. The coals in my throat were now a welding torch and burning circles on the back of my mouth. Morningstar stood at the edge of the cliff. The cherub's small, baby like body floated over his shoulder. Something was off. Could the cherub have been corrupted? What could the Morning Star offer her? Or him? I was never sure about the cherub. I had to think. My life may depend on the answer. But when your throat is on fire
6: Morning Star? There is no one here who would love to see an entire brick of charcoal burn through Strange's throat more than I. But we have work to do, and only Strange can do it.
8: As you wish, Cherub. But when this is over, Strange is mine.
6: With our blessing, Morningstar, after he opens the Pythos, you can treat Strange like your prison bitch.
0: The fire in my throat extinguished itself. I couldn't believe how exquisite not burning felt. Still, something wasn't right here. The cherub and the morning star? They couldn't be more opposite. The cherub was the purest of all the angels and second only to the host of hosts. How could she be working with the morning star? Strange.
8: I am speaking to you. Open the Pythus.
6: Yes, Strange. You've done everything you were supposed to do up to this point. Don't let us down now!
0: What are you talking about?
6: Did you think there wasn't some providence at play? Do you believe your tattoos kept Elizabeth's helicopter in the sky? No, Harry. Everything that has happened was of our design. The Gerogomo was supposed to bite you. Provide you her strength and healing skills. You'll need that strength to open the Pythos. Your baby's life depends on you opening the Pythos.
0: Where is my daughter? Where is Amanda? Right there, Strange. The baby and Amanda were floating in midair, as if they were standing on a piece of glass over the precipice.
8: No! Don't hurt them! Open the Pythus, Strange. Screw you! Open it yourself! My patience is running out, Strange. Open the damn Pythus! You're the lord of all that
0: is dark and unholy. You open it! Tell one of your little butt monkeys to... Wait. You can't open it, can you? None of you can. Only a human can open it. It's that free will again, isn't it? I have to choose to open it.
6: Your woman and baby are floating above certain death. And you're going to play the free will card?
8: It's true, though, isn't it? No. Yes. Damn it! Compel him, Cherub.
6: Alas, I cannot. It must be of his own free will. But I don't believe Strange can walk away and let Amanda and his unnamed daughter die. Open the Pythus!
0: Opening the Pythos might release more torment on the world. Amanda and my daughter may die even if I do open it. I promise you they will die if you don't open it. Delana stood near the Morning Star. Gabriella was cowering on the far side of the cave. The cherub floated closer to Amanda and my daughter. Who was playing whom? The Morning Star or the cherub? Time's up, strange. The Morning Star snapped his finger and Amanda fell. No! No! I'll open it! Amanda plummeted about twenty-five feet into the abyss when she stopped as if she had hit an invisible wall. She was floating again. I gripped the lid of the pythos and tried to twist it. Nothing happened. I twisted harder. Crap! My daughter and Amanda were hovering in the air, nothing but the goodwill of the devil between them and death. That got my blood flowing and my anger raging. The spider venom pumped through my veins like Red Bull on a monster Ducati. The Pythos lid began to loosen. The Morning Star was rubbing his hands together and grinning. The Cherub was tilting her head back and her eyes were wide. Delana's breath was short and fast. I continued to open the lid. The gas that released from the Pythos smelled worse than the moist armpit of a flatulent fat man who had been dipped in garlic and bean sauce. A blue light peeked out from under the lid. I twisted the top the rest of the way off. Delana stepped closer to the edge. The light was cold. As it touched my skin, I felt the burn like you would from a piece of dry ice. It lasted a second, but it was as if that part of me had died. The light spread outward in all directions, moving slower than regular light, as if it had mass. The light reached the other side of the cliff. Delana leaned over and touched
5: it. Oh my, that's... Oh, that's so wonderful. It's warm and... moist and... Oh! Oh, God! Wait! Something's wrong! It's freezing
0: me! Delana turned to run from the light, but she slowed and started to turn blue. In another step, she stopped completely. Cherub, what is happening?
6: Strange is opening the pythos, just as we agreed.
0: This is a trap. Of course it is, Morningstar. Cherubs can't be corrupted, but dumbass demons can be fooled. No, you will not capture me, Cherub. Say goodbye to
8: your friend, Strange. Help me!
0: And now your child. No! Amanda and my daughter tumbled downward, tumbling heels overhead toward oblivion. I pulled the lid off the Pythos and threw it off the side of the precipice. With all my strength and spider venom force, I lifted the Pythos and pointed the open end at the Morning Star. Blue light poured out, surrounding Delana and the Morning Star with liquid ice. My daughter and Amanda were falling as the blue ice caught up and began to cover them. From inside the blue ice came a yellow glow that turned into a blazing white light. I thought I heard Amanda scream. I tried to stare into the light, to spot Amanda or my daughter but it burned my eyes to view it for more than a blink.
8: This cannot be happening to me! I am the Lord of Hell!
0: The Morning Star managed one final fist shake before he froze solid. The blue liquid flowed over his body, filling in gaps and sticking to him like honey. The blue light pulsated and filled the cave with living ice. I was certain this was the end. I felt comfort that my daughter and Amanda were somewhere safe. I closed my eyes as the burn of the liquid ice enveloped me. I was floating, face up. I couldn't feel my body. It was as if I had no ending or beginning. Was I still being held prisoner in Elizabeth's isolation tank? Was it all just a dream? I closed my eyes again feeling began to return to my arms and legs as I became aware of how cold I was. I was lying on the icy ground looking up at a ceiling of stalactites, giant blue and white icicles that would slice through flesh just before they crushed you. Two giant ice sculptures stood nearby, frozen forever on the edge of the cliff. I tried to push the Delena statue over the side, but that was like pushing an elephant. Pity! I would have enjoyed watching her tumble into eternity. The morning star was encased in about twelve feet of ice. The surprised look on his face brought me a joyous feeling that I hadn't felt in ages.
6: How is it you understood that I hadn't been corrupted?
0: The cherub popped in near Delana. Cherub, you're many things, but in league with a dark angel, the darkest of angels. You didn't fool me for a minute.
6: Not at all.
0: Maybe there was a moment of doubt. Where's my daughter? Where's Amanda?
6: Oh, they are safe. The evil ones, the irredeemable, are caught in the grasp of the Pythos. Everyone else is safe. Gabriella? Ah, Still has a penance due, though its length will be considerably shorter. We will need her on the front lines against the Hellspawn, who are certain to rise against us.
0: I kind of thought if the Morning Star was out of the picture, Hell would be a non-issue.
6: Oh, it will be for a while. Our seraphim are attacking hell gates all over the world while we speak. The minions of hell are off during this leadership vacuum. Once the dark angels unite, however, their retaliation will be, well, biblical.
0: You're saying you just started the apocalypse? <laughs>
6: strange. Just played the opening move of the apocalypse. <laughs> I bet you feel proud, don't you?
0: Hmm. I. I kinda do. Props to you for conning the Morning Star. How did you manage that?
6: Oh, centuries of work. Oh. It started with Pompeii. I mean, more history than you have time for.
0: The ground shifted beneath my feet. The island was shifting. The Pythos was back on the stalagmite, its lid sealed.
6: The island is reaching the end of its life. You should go. Your helicopter will be here soon.
0: That last tremor sent the pythos's stalagmite shaking and snapping. The Pythos tumbled downward, falling into the abyss. The ground started sloping toward the hole. I ran toward the cave entrance as the cave collapsed around me. I was almost to the front of the cave when I saw a sword sticking out of the ground. It wasn't there when we came in, and its brilliance was painful. Despite my distress, earth tremors, and giant falling icicles, I stopped. I had to have that sword. It was heavier and longer than most swords and forged with a metal I couldn't identify. The swing weight was perfect for me. There was an inscription on the hilt. A Domino Exertitum, from the Lord of Hosts. This was an angel sword. A gift to me from the cherub? This was indeed a day of wonders. Elizabeth's helicopter was coming in fast. Faster than it should. Shit. The ground shook when the helicopter crashed, its support legs collapsing under its weight. The door slid open. Elizabeth and some smoking hot woman fell out. The woman, who was wearing a toga, recovered first pulled Elizabeth up and put a military issue knife under her throat
3: I'm sorry they were waiting at the dock
0: they bullets flew around me I dove and drew the angel sword bright light reflected off the blade
9: (laughs) never bring a sword to a gunfight strange when will you learn
0: I flicked my wrist and the light from the blade focused on Kay's hands
9: that burns strange
0: Drop the gun or I'll burn my name into your hand.
9: Fair, strange. I was gonna kill you, not make it painful. Drop that
10: sword, Mr. Strange, or I kill your woman. Harry, she isn't kidding.
0: Damn it. Look, I'm dropping my sword. How did you find me, Kay? (laughs) A
9: letter from the departed Lilith and a stray cell phone in your office. They are ubiquitous these days, aren't they?
0: You're the one who bugged my office?
9: (laughs) It's not as elegant as magic owls and truth potions, but much more effective. Now, where is the
3: Pythos? He's been going on about this Pythos the entire flight. Please tell me you have whatever was in it. Yes. Yes. It is the only thing that can quench the demonic hunger in me. Hunger? Apparently, she has a hankering for human babies.
9: (laughs) An ironic curse put on Princess Yara by the Morning Star. We each want something the Pythos can grant. And you're the key, Strange. Are, (laughs) Are you laughing at me?
0: Yeah, I am. The world is indeed a comic place. But the joke is on mankind. (laughs) What are you talking
9: about, Strange? Why are you laughing?
10: Answer him, mortal! Or I will slice this woman's
3: throat and wear her skin like a robe. Do answer the horrible little man, Harry. Princess Yara has already demonstrated her profound cutting skills on the co-pilot.
0: Well, princess and horrible little man, the two of you came out here like a demented Dorothy and her little dog.
10: There's not a single man in the world who doesn't quote movies?
0: Looking for the wizard. Except your wizard is a 4,000-year-old vase. Do you want to hear the joke, Kay?
9: <laughs> you finally went round the bend? Toys in the, um,
10: attic?
0: Good guess, but no Cupid doll for you, Kay. What about you, princess? Care to guess why your quest amuses me?
10: I've slain greater foes than you. I sent Lilith to the eternal rest. Do you not think I will kill this one?
0: To what gain, princess? Hurt Elizabeth and you'll be dead before she hits the ground.
3: Why do you always taunt those who want to kill me?
0: It's a character flaw. Here's the punchline, though. The Pythos is gone. It fell into a bottomless pit during the last tremor. The one before one of you geniuses crashed the helicopter you lie strange to UK almost always but not this time you should have been here about 30 minutes ago just before I iced the morning star don't believe me go check for yourself it's not like we're going anywhere there's a cave about a half-mile due west you might even be able to see the giant loose sickle if the island hasn't consumed him yet you killed the morning star yeah Sort of makes your Lilith kill a little bush league.
10: You killed the Morning Star. Are you certain?
0: Watched him die myself.
10: This is tremendous news.
9: Yara, why did you drop your knife? We still have much slashing
10: to do. No, Kay. I am free. With the Morning Star dead, his curse is lifted. With Lilith dead, I am a free woman. All my enemies are dead.
0: Elizabeth picked up the knife and ran toward me.
10: The gods have smiled on me. This is a tremendous day. I can begin my redemption. I'll never be able to fully atone for the horrors I have committed, but I will try. I'm no longer Yara the terrible consumer of flesh, but Yara the penitent, humble servant to mankind— I annul our agreement, Kay. I haven't any quarrel with Mr. Strange or Ms. Shaw.
0: Kay had picked up his gun and fired. Two of his shots hit Yara in the chest, blowing her backward. The other hit Elizabeth. I drew my gun and fired at Kay while he was struggling to reload. The bullet caught him in the shoulder and spun him around. Kay ran toward the helicopter. Elizabeth, talk to me. Are you all right?
3: Other than the new hole in my arm, perfect.
0: Yep, you're fine. Take my gun. I'll take the angel sword. Get behind that ice bank. If Kay comes back, kill him. I kissed Elizabeth's forehead and walked toward the wreckage of the helicopter, twirling the sword around my wrist. Kay was going to die today. The helicopter was a multi-compartment unit with three side doors, one for the cockpit and the other two for the passenger and storage compartments. The cockpit was destroyed and I doubted little Mr. Kay would fit in there. That left the back two compartments and the other side of the chopper. If he'd made it to the other side, he may have run down to the underground barracks. He'd be able to hide out down there for days, weeks. Did you feel that, Kay? That's the island shaking itself apart. If I don't kill you, the island will. I heard something moving behind the door, before I had a chance to respond. It's over, strange! Kay jumped out of the door and stabbed me in the shoulder. It was like glass tearing through my muscles. I dropped the angel sword and fell to one knee.
6: Yes! You're dead! (laughs) Oh, happy day! Much joy!
0: (sighs) Kay pushed the knife in deeper. All communication between my arm and brain ended, except for the searing pain. With my free hand, I searched around for the sword.
9: Oh, I've waited years for this. Pythos or not, this will be a day to remember.
0: With my working arm, I drew back and punched Kay in the knee. He dropped and stopped thrusting the knife into my arm. I kept punching until I heard something snap.
9: <laughs> I guess I don't have a leg to stand on, <laughs> but I don't need a leg
0: for this. Kay pulled a military-issued 45 from his pocket as I put my hand on the angel sword. Kay pointed the gun at me. The bullet ripped through my parka, grazing the same shoulder with the knife wound. Kay gazed at the bottom of his parka, his eyes wide.
9: (laughs) Well, that's... That's gonna leave a scar.
0: (laughs) Angel swords can cut through steel and still maintain their edge. Cutting through Kay's bones was like a razor through flesh. The bottom half of Kay's pants turned red. The angel sword cut through his legs below his hips. It looks like the curtain is drawing on both of us,
9: strange. <laughs> Poetic that we die together, don't you think? The yin and yang can't survive without the other. Oh, feeling a little dizzy here. If I can figure out which one of you is real, I'll shoot you like a rabid dog. Or a healthy one. I've always hated dogs.
0: With my last ounce of strength, I swung the sword again. I didn't feel any resistance, but heard Kay grunt. I wanted to swing again just to be sure, but I couldn't lift my arm or my head. All I could think about was the crippling pain. My shoulder burned and I wanted to puke, but that would take too much energy. Better to lay here and rest. I closed my eyes.
6: Harry! Harry!
0: My grace was gone. It was time for Providence to take me this angel with the english accent was death personified someone asked me once who i would choose lilith or gabriella harry the angel of death floated closer to me i made my choice and welcomed her embrace
2: harry 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 strange episode 316 what lovecraft said part three was written by tony serechia and directed by jason tyler sound designed by molly silverman and tony serechia all material is copyright 2018 by Tony Sorekia and used with his permission. Featured in tonight's cast were: Kellen Stenett, Laura Corliss, Emma Green, Emily Jane, Jackie Costello, Leanna Adams, Jason Tyler, Sketch McWinner, Trisha Groves, Joe Roche, and Stephanie Wilkinson. Hey guys, Tony here. Wanted to just pop in and say uh, a
7: special thank you to. Um, a bunch of people that have helped us uh, over the years for their support and their encouragement. Um, So I have a little list here, and I'm sure there's going to be folks that I forget. So um, know that you're still near and dear to our hearts. Um, So Ed Bonza, the Broadcasters Education Association, Jack Ward, Daniel Foytek, Earth Station One, Billy Flynn, Chris Checkinger, Bill Rich, the Atlanta Radio Theater Company Tech Crew, Silly Snowman Radio, 920 WON Radio, Scott Sigler, Cunning Minx, KSU Radio. I do want to especially thank you, the listeners. You've made these uh, three scenes of Harry Strange wonderful for all of us, and we thank you all for listening, and we hope to see you again in the future on some other
2: projects. To keep up with the latest news and information on everyone's favorite private investigator, Visit our Facebook page at facebook.com slash harrystrangeradio. Send your questions, comments, and suggestions to producer at harrystrange.com. Harry's opening and closing theme music was written and performed by Ryan Lassard and is copyrighted by Ryan Lassard and used with his permission. Contact Ryan at rlassardmusic@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Incidental music was written and performed by Kevin MacLeod and is copyrighted by Kevin MacLeod and used with his permission. Visit Incompetech.com for more of Kevin's music. Sound effects licensed by Soundsnap.com Harry Strange, What Lovecraft Said, Parts 1, 2, and 3 were recorded at the Atlanta Radio Theater Company Studios in Atlanta, Georgia. David Benedict, Recording Engineer For the Harry Strange Radio Drama, I am Joanne Pruden. Good night and keep listening to audio drama.
0: I opened my eyes and saw the ceiling of the barracks. My arm was cleaned and dressed. There was another bandage across my stomach. Kay's last shot had hit home after all. I stood up and nothing on my body thought that was a good idea. I slowly, painfully, made my way down to the cafeteria. Elizabeth was sitting by a wall of thick glass, staring out at the Arctic Sea.
3: It's a beautiful sunset, don't you think?
0: Yes, it is. I can't remember the last time I admired one. Thanks for putting me back together. I don't think I'd be here if it weren't for you.
3: I couldn't let you die. Who would I share witty banter with? Fair enough. As much as I would miss your witty banter, being alone isn't what scares me. Do you know what tonight is?
0: I'm not sure what day it is. Or how long we've been here.
3: Kay and Yara disappeared a week ago.
0: Disappeared?
3: After I dragged you here, I went back out to check on Yara. They were both gone.
0: Did you look for them?
3: A little. But maybe it's cold outside.
0: They couldn't have gotten far, though.
3: Sit, please, before you tear open my stitches. Anyway, we have more pressing things to think about.
0: We're at the top of the world on an island sinking into the sea. What is it that scares you?
3: Tonight... It's the first night of the full moon.